This week on This Galarian Life, the mysteries of the past begin to unravel. I was activated one previous time in the 50th year of Ascent by Dombrella Gollinson. As the dwarves travel deep inside the catacombs, they discover a plot against the city. Dare I intrude upon the kingdom of Barley Mullet, the true human king? A great theft has been done. There is a missing keystone in that crypt. Gorn's looking at you very intently. And justice will be served. These people are going to try to say that you came down here not as an explorer, but as a spy. But can our heroes find what they're truly looking for? Cyrix, what is that? Uh, it does this sometimes. But usually it's like purple. Listen to find out. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life. This one is another long one. We're on a bit of a hot streak for extra long episodes. It's not crazy long, but it's still long enough where I feel like I should keep this a little short. So if you're interested in us, check out our social media platforms. They're in the links below in the episode descriptions. Uh, Also, remember, we have a Patreon. We are planning on releasing some more content for followers on patreon so if you're interested you know check it out i don't really have a whole lot to say this week other than i hope you enjoy the episode so we'll jump right into it presenting episode 78 memoirs of a golem are we are we dwarven are we dwarven no you hi (laughs) cyrix you approach the tower and there's a buzz of activity. There's countless unseen servants floating around doing menial tasks. What look like stone and wooden homunculi putting pieces back together in the tower. It's starting to look like what you presume it would have looked like before you showed up for the first time that day. You don't have a lot of time to admire the architecture. As you walk in the door, Teresia stands several hundred feet away and then waves enthusiastically as you at you as you enter the tower you reach the top and knock on the door oh come in Cyrix. i go in i know you're here for reasons that aren't necessarily happy but it's always very good to see you my dear thank you nava uh how are things going well the tower's getting built up i'm Thinking about putting some more fire resistance on it just in case Mother shows up again, but I'm safe for now, and I think I'm. Do, do you I'm have achieved. some talking tables again or moving tables? Oh, I haven't gotten there yet, but. Okay, uh, sir. I assume that uh, they won't be in danger with your one friend gone. No, but that's very. That's a little wizard joke. <laughs> uh, perhaps the tables were a bad idea the first time around. I've been keeping keeping my mind occupied trying to. Uh, build up some more clockwork helpers like I had before a certain group came through the tower. But that's beside the point. You wish to speak to me? Yeah, um, I mean, it's not necessarily related to the clockwork things. It's kind of like a little bit before that. Do you remember how you sent a gnome, I think his name was Thaddeus Brumblecock, to to retreat us? I, I, I don't know if that's the name the DM gave him or the d- name that the PCs gave him, but Yes, I remember Thaddeus. <laughs> you had Thaddeus 
take us through a dreamscape. Uh, yes, I, I remember. This before I lost my, my mind, my insights. Well, right before. Charlie's in the dreamscapes that you sent us in, we saw a lot of things that became true. Like, we saw the Black Dragon, we were on the streets of Long Shadow, and there were doppelgangers. This is interesting. I... I created the dreamscape because I had premonitions of you all and your work. And the stuff with the dragon is something I implanted because I wanted you all to see what you would be facing. But the the thing with the, the doppelgangers and long shadow, that is not something I, I knew about. That is not something I put in to the dreamscape I had created. I guess what I'm getting at now that is... There a way that I can create a dreamscape, or that you can help me create a dreamscape, so that I can figure out where people might be. I dreamscapes are often used to either implant knowledge to other groups or other people that one already has, or for a person to find insights into themselves. I don't know if, if for example, somebody were to steal coin from you you wouldn't be able to engage a dreamscape to find that person unless something goes haywire like it did last time which is not going to happen who who Cyrix do you want to find i'm not sure before i answer that can i ask you another question that might help i mean you could ask i wasn't exactly present for most of what happened to you all when you were in the dreamscape But the way you describe it makes me feel like it wasn't totally dreamscape. What what else happened? Did you see anything else? Uh, Let's see. Long Shadow, the dragon, Thaddeus Brumblecock died. And uh, we met some uh, dead people. Or at least they should have been dead. Dead people? Like... Like, Greg met his teacher or something like that. Truxton met his great-great-grandfather. And I, you know, saw my mom. He's been dead for, like, a while. Uh, her face kind of just, like, goes blank. I, I, I do not know what this means. I obviously never met your mother. Presumably I've never met Truxton's family. And I certainly wouldn't have met teacher of Greg's. Cyrix, something that day must have very seriously interfered with that dreamscape. Did did you feel pain? Uh, yes, definitely. I do remember getting hit by dragon breath or like a claw or something, you know. I felt when I came to see you in that fort that something something was off. Cyrix, you were not in a dreamscape. I mean, you were at the beginning. Something more powerful than I, more powerful than perhaps anybody I've ever met must have somehow interfered. I do not. None of this is making any sense. And she's like rubs her temple trying to figure it out. This is not a, not a good sign, I would say. And there were other people there? Yes. You had conversations with them? Yes. People that I had never met. People who I didn't program to give you information. Uh, um, yes. Yes, I think this is, yeah, we're reinforcing that. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is you want me to find, I do not think the dreamscape will be able to do it. And perhaps going into a dreamscape could mean 
absolute devastation for yourself. What gave you the idea that this practice would help you find whoever you're looking for? Um, I, the dreamscape was psychic magic, which is something that I deal with. And mm-hmm. so I thought that perhaps talking to you more about the whole process might give me some sort of tangible place to try finding what I'm looking for. Why don't you know where they are? Were you there when they died? That's the shaky part. I don't exactly remember seeing them die. Then why why are you... Why do you think that that's a possibility? Because they were gone afterwards. And when we were in the fort slaying the dragon, I received a message from them. A message? Yeah, like spooky ghosts rise from the floor. Yes, I I understand. (laughs) I, I, I know of ghost messages. Yes, good. I didn't know who it was at the time, and now I do, and now I'm trying to figure out if they're Wait, dead or not, and what? You didn't, you didn't know who they were? It's, okay, it's a whole thing. It's repressed trauma or whatever, Nava. I think maybe you should tell her the whole truth. <laughs> What'd you say? That's a from a mile away. Oh, I thought, I thought I waved her into the tower. <laughs> no, you were waving, you were waving gleefully outside, like... To be fair, though, Teresia would sneak up to eavesdrop on me. Yeah, that's fair. There's a decent chance I might try it, but... Clang, clang, clang. It's mithril, bitch. It don't make no sound. (laughs) What'd you say, Jeff? What what did you say? I said nothing. Continue. No, I want to hear what you said. Oh, Teresia's not here. (laughs) Teresia! She immediately teleports into the room. Yes. <laughs> what did you say? I'm hold, holding the fucking wizard by her throat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's called repressed trauma, Nava. I don't know. It's just, it came back to me when we were... You know all about that bugbear stuff. One of the nightmares. Trigger made it all come back. But look, if, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. I understand. There are other routes I can take to figure out what's going on. So you forgot a person. Yes. And then you received a message from the person. Yes. And you didn't know who the person was, but now you do because yes. of a bugbear. <sighs> yes. Just I think maybe the best way to figure things out is backtracking and coming up with why you lost the memory. What was the source of the trauma, if that's what it was? Thank you. I will consider that. Uh, let me let us know if you need any help with the tower, but uh, I will see myself out. Cyrix, I can try divinations and whatnot to try to find this person while you are away. Can you give me, uh, if you have anything that belonged to them or... At the very least, a name, it would help the process. Her name was Therum Nanam, and she was a cleric of Caden Callion. The locket around your neck begins to glow. Slightly. No! Nava's eyes expand. Cyrix, what is that? Uh, it does this sometimes, but usually it's like purple. Is, is this related? It, what do you mean, related? 
Is this related to the loss of your friend? <laughs> sure, yeah. Probably. Why did you not tell me? Um, I... Let me keep some of my secrets. May I examine it? Sure. As she casts Detect Magic on it, the green light shifts purple, and it kind of just pushes her back in like a force of wind. Cyrix, this is more magical than anything I've ever... Mm-hmm. Th- this is your path to find Ferrum. This is what you need. I will study. Unfortunately, I've never come across anything quite like this, but you can use this to find her in one way or another. Okay. How? Just, like, step through it? No. It's it's a locket. It's going to be very hard to step through. It's very small. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> There's there's connection between you and her, obviously, in this item. This is all I know for now. Maybe others somewhere might know more. Maybe there's ancient text written about it. I do not know. I will meditate and read, but this might be a uh, Cyrix puzzle. I am very sorry for your loss, and I'm even more sorry that I couldn't be much more help, but hopefully what we've uncovered is somewhat useful. Sure. Thank you, Nava. And Cyrix leaves. Meanwhile, in the past. Hi. Killing Morlocks is uh, every dwarf's duty. Oh, it is. I'm tired. And a fine job you all made of it. Do you require any healing? Oh, no. We're all right. Oh, hold up. I did did get clobbered once, but I think I'll, uh, I think I'll live. I can lose a little bit of little. Why did it just say so? These fine folks will heal you, though. I have ability to. The cleric lasts you for 11 healing. That's true. Meatwad, do you need some coffee? Will that make you less tired? Do you have any? I've got some five-hour energy shots. Uh, those can make me too jittery. Oh, okay, I'll just... I'll, okay, I'll drink yours then. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh as you lawyer, I recommend against that. You get jittery, you get... What's shitty. a lawyer? Oh, it's me. Well, while this is happening, and while Heart Tender heals the party, uh, Raven Eyes looks around. By gods, this place. I thought it lost for generations. Are we sure all the Morlocks are gone? No. Well, I kind of look for the two side rooms. As far as we can tell, but maybe we should do a quick sweep. We can take the left, Jewel can take the right. And I strongly doubt they came from this room. We should perhaps figure out where they came from. I I have a nice little peek around the corner here with my shield up. Is it just more tomb? Make a perception check. Oh no, it's more Morlock. 24. At the end of this wing, you notice more, well, throughout the wing you notice more crypts, but at the end of it you notice a very shoddy tunnel shooting downwards into the darkness at an angle. With your perception check, you also notice a series of footprints on the ground. What would you like to examine further? Uh, well, first of all, I'll uh, call to everyone and be like, Hey, there's some over here. I think it's their tunnel entrance. Okay. So, is this de- like, so this tunnel is definitely not Dwarven made. This is Morlock. Like, this is not engineered by a dwarf, right? Well, that's a great question. Go ahead and roll, if you have it, knowledge engineering, knowledge local, survival, or perception. Yeah, I forget, do we dwarves that applies, to in- that applies to any of you looking over there. Oof, that's a 26 for my engineering. Oh, I got to 24 with my engineering. Does anybody have survival? Oh, can I do it untrained? 
You can try. Well, that went all right. I got a 17 in this. I got a 20. Jesus Christ, Gollinson. Uh, the rock of the party. Now, Gollinson, you notice two things. First, you know that no dwarf would ever carve a tunnel that shitty. That's fair. It is. looks like it's constantly on the brink of collapse. Uh, although you're, the, the rock is quite hard down here, so uh, it probably wouldn't just collapse unless you, you fucked with it real bad. But you also notice on your way to examine it, those footprints aforementioned. Uh, so Morlocks are barefoot. Not all these prints resemble barefoot you know, feet. They're, some of them are clearly from boots, probably worn by a humanoid. I believe there's some treachery afoot here. Oh, fuck. I did it. Hey, listen up. I don't like this. I like, don't ask me why, but I'm a lot about food. And these people were clearly wearing some open-toed pumps. Me, right? Yeah? Why do you know so much about feet? I studied. Study feet? I'm a scholar. I studied whatever I think could be useful. And look at this. It's useful. Mm-hmm. Have a look at these boot prints, sir. No more lock made them. Uh, Dark tender looks to you. <laughs> I think you're right, boy. But who would be working with a Morlock? Who could work with a Morlock? There are many foul persons, if you could call them such, uh, here down below. Could what be. kind of the other footprints look like? Uh, they look like boots. Can, if you have survival, or I don't know, if you, have, dollar, if you have craft tailoring. I know, 22 survival. Well... Well, with a 22 survival, you don't seem to notice much more than Gollinson did, although you can easily confirm that these are, in fact, clearly prints left by boots or shoes of some variety. But you also notice... For the plus two bonus, Samuel, I'll let you know that there are at least two non-barefoot prints. Well, there's two types of skeezy motherfuckers down here. All right, what's in this other section here? Okay, who wants to go search that area with him? Or if you want to search anywhere in this crypt, place your character and tell me what you're doing. Oh, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be looking through the crypts to make sure there's nothing undead in there. Uh, I'm going to inspect this other, uh, the right side burial chamber. As you look in, it's odd. You see the body of William's uber, uber great-grandmother. But the body does not appear desecrated. And whoever removed the lid of the sarcophagus did not do it in a destructive way. It roll up either a flat wisdom or a sense mode. Luckily, they're the same thing for me. Perfect. A two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it just strikes you as odd that the Morlocks would take such care to open this thing up. Barrister, come look at this. The Morlocks were very careful. Uh, okay. I will resolve that in a moment. So you in the right, all of you roll perception. Woo, 27. God damn you, William! <laughs> Same story, uh, different game. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm coming on clutch, Okay, well, uh, you know That was a 30 for me one. Uh, you know us you notice far fewer prints over here, and they all seem to be barefoot. Uh, but you do notice that this crypt, for whatever reason, was smashed open. They didn't touch the body inside. Uh roll a sense motive. Or knowledge arcana. I got a 20. Yeah, you you reckon that Morlocks don't eat? Well, they eat the dead, but they don't eat uh you know mummies. Well, don't a, knock a it, try sure. it. Gavin, what are you doing up there? Oh, hey, you said you wanted to talk to me, good friend. Uh, Gavin, as you walk up there, roll a quick perception for me. Uh, I kind of look through and look around at what he's observing. Uh, Twenty-two. Oh, Gavin, as you walk towards him, as he calls for you, I don't know. It's kind of weird because there are a lot of statues in this room. This statue here is odd. Is it, oh, hold on. You notice this. So, as you look at it, it is a dwarf. It's a dwarf female. 
Go ahead and roll me, Gavin, you or anybody else who wants to look at this thing as you call it out. Um, knowledge history, knowledge local, that'd be good. 23. Yeah, that, that dwarf statue is definitely wearing modern dwarf tailoring. Unlike, you know, the dwarves down here are wearing clothing appropriate to, you know, about four and a half thousand years ago. Oh, wait, friends. I know this style. Me mother bought it for me once. Gavin, you also notice on the on this dwarven statue on the hip is a short sword. Just which, like my attention is short, as is this sword, and I pick it up. Uh, it's on the statue. I as, yeah. as in it's part of the statue. What? You say there's a short sword, but it's just part of the statue. Yeah, it's like it, she's so all the most of the dwarves down here are adorned with their weapons, hammers, axes, mauls, crossbow. This is definitely a short sword. Uh, Gavin, you're a barrister, right? You can start with nobility, right? Oh, do I? Roll me another local check. 19. Uh, you don't recognize the heraldry on the pommel of the sword. Oh, I don't recognize it or like, you I do not. don't You do not, and it does not, it, you don't recognize it, and it does not strike you as dwarven. Hold on a minute. This sign is poorly crafted. This sword is poorly crafted. It was made by a non-dwarf. Raven Eyes walks up next to you, eyeing your outfit and looking at his own. <laughs> One of well, us is going to have to change. Oh, this is interesting, isn't it? Why would a dwarf in a crypt that was built more than 5,000 years ago have on her hip a sword from the Malthuni Intelligence Services? Right. Well, uh, that question answers more than it asks, honestly. Somebody Parker. Meet what? You're an expert in these things. Mm -hmm. Help me out. I don't know if I actually know, but I will poke her with my shotgun. All right, shotgun. Well, if, if the statue has feet, meet one might be an expert. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. I'm more of a, I'll really just mess with the statue is clearly stuff. wearing boots. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay. Does the statue feel like a statue? I poke it. Stop touching its feet. That's weird, me, I just have to say, you trying to get in the way of what he does with his life is kind of rude. What kind yeah, of sister are you? She's really mean. I am not trained in it. You have spellcraft? You're a fucking <laughs> wizard, mate. <laughs> I am a fucking cleric! Then my job is to read books and talk on a stage to help these dwarves succeed against oh, the Oh, so you're a podcaster. <laughs> Get a rewrite! <laughs> well, I can't well. detect magic. Okay, go ahead and cast it. I cast it. Detect magic on the statue. You get absolutely nothing out of that. There's you... no magic on the statue. Let's break it and see what happens. Raven Eyes looks at you. Of course not, friend. The statue was just made. Well, he, he that's a strange cute. thing I have to ask. Uh, you said no one's been in here. At least you haven't in the past 4,562 years, if I'm right. That crypt is open, he... and murlocs are invaded. Indeed. Thank you, Mr. Barrister. Heart Tender Cuffer. And in a very odd display, Heart Tender walks over to the statue and places a pair of cuffs around the arms of the statue. Raven Eyes yeah. pulls, pulls out a bag of holding. He ruffles around, shoulder deep into it. Now, where is that thing? I found it in the glittering caverns. Ah, uh, here we go. And he pulls out a wand. <laughs> This statue is, in fact, a statue. I don't know why you're cuffing it. Golems break out just fine. <laughs> he then flicks the wand at the statue. As a burst of arcane energy hits the statue, you all watch as in 
Within six seconds, the statue turns from stone into a living female dwarf who falls immediately to her knees, arms behind her back. So handsome. Hello. As she comes to, she jumps back against the pillar. Stay away. Stay away. There's Morlocks. Stay away. No, we killed them all. Fuck out. We killed them. Alright, they're dead. I'd rather shot them. Don't worry. This might... a bit of bone stone. And this is out. Jamie. Razor. Nice to meet you. This is, in fact, my name, Jamie. We are friends of all dwarves. How, how did you how did you find me? How did you stop the Morlocks? There were so many. Everybody, everybody make a quick perception check, by the way. Oof. No! That's what... Fuck Jesus you, Christ. Sam. Holy shit. Fuck you, Gavin. Okay. I just got 25. Meatwall, Which is Jamie higher than you. Meatwall, Jamie, and Cedric, uh, you notice Meatwall. that she certainly sounds frightened, but as she's leaning back up against that wall, still on her butt, she is giving you all... Uh, a fairly thorough up-down. Do you want to get out of those manacles? Come on. Not like she could take all of us. Oh, I would love she... to be out of these manacles. If she could take all of us, then the manacles aren't going to stop her. Here, I'll just take her sword, and I'll take her sword. And we can let her go like the person she is. She's not a non-dwarf. We don't need to tie her up. Well, she does have... I kind of lean over to our uh, our new friend. She is wearing the symbols of Malthoon. Sir, you work for an orc. What? No, I, I don't work for anybody. I, I I was just down here exploring, and the, the next thing I knew, I was in here. Exploring. Sense motive. Why are you exploring? Yeah, go ahead and roll. You can roll a sense motive. You got it. Just <laughs> telling the truth. It's fine. Jesus Christ, Jamie. Okay, now Jamie. For four. Jamie, she uh, is definitely full of shit. Oh, you don't work for both food, but you're just down here exploring. It sounds like you told two lies there. Raven Eyes <laughs> pipes up. She's either a spy or a grave robber. I think we both well, have the punishments for it. We Hold can't, on. We can't just kill a dwarf. There needs to be due process, and I will be her defendant. I don't know what some of those words you uh, said mean. Why? Well... She's a dwarf. She requires ample discretion and equality amongst the law. Heart tender nods his head. So because she's a dwarf, she gets special rights? That's racist, Jamie! No, it's we not racist. Know. It's just this one. The society we live in. And two, she's a dwarf. I, we do live in a society. I intercede, uh, stepping between them and her. Are you the one who opened the crypt so delicately? I won't. Real creepy. She looks up at you uh, from the previous sense motive, Jamie. You think she knows that the jig is up a little bit. She says, uh, I won't speak to anybody but a magistrate. It's my right as a dwarf. Amen. That is her right. No what questions to my client. All right, client. Who said you want, Jamie? Let me take my client to the side. And I take uh, it on the side. Uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> Raven Eye steps in. Uh, that's my prisoner, but Barrister, your concern is noted. You know, luckily for oh. you, what was it? Eliana, we'll take you to a magister, magistrate, all right. We'll see what no, the prince says magistrate. about all this. No, no you're a barrister. On. Look here. Let me ask the client some questions. Why are you so we'll get... to this client? will get her the proper justice she deserves. And Which I wanna... is a bullet to the fucking head! No, see, it's mob mentality isn't worth it. She may work with dirty people, but she's not one herself. 
Uh, Raven Eyes, the Inquisitor, looks at you and goes, Very well, Barrister. Have your moments with the soon-to-be defendant. As soon as you are done questioning her or talking to her, we will proceed to the King's Chamber and prepare for the trial, or at least I, the position. I agree with your intentions here. So, Madam, what was your name again? Eliana. Eliana. What is your last name, if I may ask? Eliana Greathammer. Greathammer. No, no relation. You, you have a sword, yet you're Greathammer. Well, you find all kinds of things down here when you explore. Tell me this exploration, of course, exploration. You uh, do explain. What were you looking for? Don't you ever have that dwarven sense of wanderlust? Oh, do I, Hilvonry? Do our uh, Eliana? Do I? Wait, what? What's your name? <laughs> so close. The the name is Jamie. It's nice to meet you. The questions I have for you are clear. These people are going to try to say that you came down here not as an explorer but as a spy, and we need to understand the full story to keep the full story favorably for you. I'll tell my story to your king. I don't really don't need your representation. If are you sure about that? The last time the king came across a spy, uh, their head was in the gallows. They both hanged them and guillotined. It was not. Well, luckily, luckily, I. I would just cut the rope. Luckily, I'm innocent, so I should be fine. That's not how it works with the king. This person was charged with eating his pie. <laughs> uh. Gavin, what's your what's your blood? Gavin, what's uh, roll blood check? What's <laughs> that spot? Another twenty-seven. Oh, you? No, he was saying it's pie, not spy. He was saying like it is pie. Well, Gavin, consulting the DC tables for such an unbelievable lie, she makes the check and she no longer is speaking or responding to you. She seems well, like she's not going to move unless she is moved, and she wants to say her right. piece to Prince Gorm Greyhair. Then I wish you the best of luck. I know you're a good person, so good luck in the trial, and I hope to pre- I hope you'd still accept me as your your lawyer here. We'll Pain keep an eye on the last barrister. Don't worry, no harm will come to her under our charge. Uh, and he pulls out a railroad conductor hat. Perhaps you should make sure there are no other Morlocks down there, and perhaps destroy whatever means they had of accessing this area. I will say before we leave. It seems as if she is the one who opened up the crypt and not the Morlocks. Look at... There's no desecration of the body. The lid wasn't forced over. Somebody who respect dwarves opened it. This is not the room they were searching for. Although, the keystone being gone is troubling. Ah, you had never mentioned that to the two NPCs. Gorn, (laughs) Raven Eyes, and Heart Tender... Look up, shocked. This is troubling, Raven Eye says. Indeed, replies Hardtender. There's much to discuss with the prince. Is the structural integrity of the room damaged? Should we leave? No, but perhaps the integrity of the Sky Citadel is. Da 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 ba ba. That's the end um, of our broadcast. Uh, <laughs> he puts on a pair of aviators. Okay. Um, wow! All right, motherfuckers, we going down the tunnel? What are we doing? Let's go down the tunnel, boys. Now, I have to say, as we're going down the tunnel, I uh, am a bit of a failure. I couldn't get much more out of her. I wanted yes, to make her... very embarrassing. Nobody was expecting it. Don't worry. Listen here, Mr. Bernister. I want to tell you that you... 
stop it! The third, then excellent try, but you know when it comes down to it, a bullet through the forehead is really gonna take care of things a lot easier. Bean. I'm Twenty-two Wait, years bean. old. You can call me the locksmith because there's no Molochs down here. Well, actually, as you as you pass through this tunnel, you notice that it's been hastily cut through the incredibly dense rock walls. Along the way, you find dozens of broken mining picks, and you find a few corpses of Morlocks. Go ahead and roll medicine or perception. Jamie, with a 31, you don't see any signs of like physical attack upon these hobgoblins. It's as if they dropped dead. Putting Morlocks. two and two together, you think they were worked so hard they died mining through this wall. Morlocks, right? Not hobgoblins. That's what I meant. Okay. Morlocks. I'm so sorry. Um, so as you go, this tunnel goes about a little bit less than 200 feet. It's a slight, slight slope downhill the entire way. Uh, you realize that if you were not dwarves, you would not be able to see shit down here. And you see a light at the end of the tunnel. Slightly red light. It's dim, but it's there. Don't go through the light, Dr. Beamer. And we're not gonna fucking die, me, Rod. We almost did That's no, we didn't. If you go ahead and place your characters. Also, I don't spider. think we've gotten out of talking about this whole feet thing, me, Rod. Look, as Meatwood's barrister, I just have to say it's quite rude of you to talk about his. You are not my head. After that last performance, you were not my barrister, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not my barrister. It's the thing with the barrister is that the client has to want you. Not. Everybody make a perception check. 21. Yeah, okay, the 21's enough. As you approach the end of the tunnel, you hear. Does anybody speak Underdark? Oh, do I? You hear, you can't quite make it out, but you can tell they are, whatever they are, are speaking under common in hushed tones some distance away from the tunnel entrance. With that knowledge in mind, how would you like to enter or exit the tunnel? I'm going to take out my mace and I'm going to cast light on it. And just to let you know, this isn't like light that a paladin casts. This is like a dull, like gray light. Like imagine a hall of 500 cubicles and... Not only is it a maze, but it is a place where you will die by choice. And that is the kind of world I want to live in. So it's so, a freaking office? Okay, so you have this torch lit. What do you want to do with it? Uh, I walk forward. Uh, behind, my good friend uh, Meatwad and my good friend Wall. What you see here as you enter the tunnel, or exit the tunnel, I should say, a very large cavern opens up in front of you. The ceiling reaches almost 50 feet into the air. Rock hangs down. There's a dull red glow, you now know the source, from a pool of magma, or a river really magma, very deep below. You see some cutaways, you see a bridge, and that mummering you hear, you can't see quite all the way around it from your angle, but you 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 think you see something up there. Can we get can we can I zoom can I like Do you wanna step over for a better look? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, Asa Golem! Well, as you turn that corner, the two of you that did, you see a large group of Morlocks all standing on the opposite side of this cavern, or of, of the chasm. In the very front is a Morlock wielding a sword with a crocodile helm across his head, draping down his back into a cape. 
He immediately sees you, probably perhaps with a gray torture carrying around, and he points to you. You dare intrude upon the kingdom of Barley Mullet, the true human king? Bow to my glory now, dwarves, or die. This cabin and all the lands above were promised to me by Sharna, prophet of the true gods. Fuck you, non-dwarves. We're gonna clap them cheeks, boy. I got no spells left. Did we ever figure out how to use the uh, the little token of golem control? Well, now, uh, Cedric, um, uh, you notice that behind this huge crowd of Morlocks is a large stone figure. Uh, the Morlocks have drawn some crude images all across its surface, <laughs> and they've and they've hung bones of <laughs> bones and bodies of recent kills from its arms. That looks like an excellent piece of avant-garde art. We should maybe be nice to them. Maybe they can bring new art to our city. What's with the change of heart? Your morals are shite. By the way, as you notice this... I'm 12! As you notice this, the Morlock King Bali Morlock has not shut the fuck up. He is going on and on about how the lands all around here were promised to him by Sharna, prophet of the true gods, how he's going to destroy you all. I wonder... Have my raiding parties already brought Kragadon to its knees? Are you here to beg for mercy? <laughs> I shoot him with my crossbow. Ooh! Great Oscar party is not Sod you, Morlock! Uh, does a 13 hit? <laughs> well, the arrow shoots across the cavern, and just, as it, it, and just as it gets to Barley, uh, Barley Ahmed, a wave of arcane energy flies out from a ring on his finger, and the arrow bounces off askew. Ha! Sharna gives me great power. I know like other Morlock. I king I kill you, motherfucker! Uh, William. Yes? In your mind, you hear a voice, William. Suitable platform detected. Activation protocols. Ready. Where this is that control panel on your person? I imagine I slipped into uh, a side pocket. I'll uh, whip it out in my shield hand. Okay, um, you pull it out. And it's glowing a different color now. It's glowing green and pulsing. And there is a single rune on the surface that is illuminated. The rune's kind of weird. It's almost a complete circle. But near the top, there's a gap. And within that gap is a long, straight line going almost to the bottom of the circle and shooting out the top. I touch it. Processing. As you push the button, the golem on the other side of the chasm, the light on its chest, the crystal, lights up. You see one little Morlock here. Notice it. The rest are too busy admiring their king and looking upon you. Everybody, what do you want to do? I don't know, guys. I think we're going to pack around with this one. I'm going to move as far as I can to the bridge. If I can run, I will. But if not, I'll just double move. You should be able to. Combat has not formally started despite Pugging Dina's attempts. The king laughed them off. Oh, I'm just shooting from over here. I got an infinite amount of arrows. Who are you shooting at? Uh, I'll throw the Morlock right next to the king. Roll the hit. I'll give you all the surprise round for it. That's 28 hit. The 28 Hits. 14 damage. You shoot the arrow at that Morlock. It flies against him square in the fucking forehead, killing him as he falls off the chasm. Clearly, <laughs> clearly Sharna did not give her blessings to all the Morlocks here. Your next crocodile, Wendy! Okay. I'm gonna go. Alright, hello to the king! And I attack Tugbabina. Fair enough. I'm just gonna. I just give her a pat on the back. That's my action. Thank you. That's fantastic. Well, this is for making fun of my feet thing. I wanna, I wanna hold up the uh, the stone, and uh, I wanna, in Norvish, I say attack. Okay, Gavin. 
uh, Mr. Barrister. I'll go ahead and also do as, uh, a good move next to our good friend. That's you don't want to shoot it with a sling? I, I lost that. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he threw the sling as an improvised weapon. Also, there'll be some range increments on that throw. That'd be bad. You're not yes. sure if saying attack did anything or not, but you do know that uh, just about simultaneously with you doing it, everybody moving, the golem puts his hands into a bald fist together and smashes the Morlock King. Uh, it's almost comical. Um, the motherfucker is flatter than a pancake from this golem's hit. And then with the second attack, he does a large left swing with his left hand across this group, cleaving through all the Morlocks. Good. Uh, these Morlocks, upon seeing that... Wait, the king's gone? Oh, the king got yeah, fucked up. Yeah, Bastion. What do you think a, a CR-12 does to a CR-1? Um, like and a fucking pancake. These Morlocks immediately begin to cower in the corner. Everybody roll initiative. Meanwhile, you're up first, boy. Well, I can't really do much from this one, so I'm gonna... Wait, is this thing right in front of me? Is that part of those? No, those are all... I just threw the corpses up there. They are across the castle. Oh, okay, okay. The blackness is a large rock face, so you'd have to probably get out of there to even try to shoot at them. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna spend all my turn moving. Oh, hold on, let me see my movement. It's not good. You're a dwarf. It's pretty good. Looks like about 200, 300 feet per turn. Yeah, if you uh, if you shoot the shotgun while double jumping, you actually get a triple jump. Oh, sick! Um, can I just double move? You think this is fifth edition? I don't know what we're playing. All right, you so can, you can double, double move. move. I know, I know. You do what you gotta do. Stop going and meet Wyatt. He's a good younger brother. Thank you, Tugboobie. But I'm technically older by seven minutes. The golem, five foot steps, smashes this hobgoblin. Or goddamn, this Morlock. All the fucking seconds. You are so stupid. And then smashes that one. Tugnabina. Um, I'm gonna shoot this one. Roll the hit. And I'll do a rapid shot if it doesn't kill him. Whatever makes you happy, baby. Uh, 12. A 12 will not hit. Uh, 25. That will very much hit. Uh, 9 piercing damage. He looks pretty fucked up. <laughs> a Morlocks, the corner crowd. Please oh, do boy. not kill us. Please, we do not want to be here. King, make us come. King, make us come, please. I don't want to do my sucks life. Ace Bugrat. I'm, I'm gonna uh, do a big old run up the bridge. The hob, note, the hobgoblins on their turn did not attack. They fled first. Yeah, but fuck them. Uh, I, believe, I believe this is the wall. I'm just gonna be standing there in awe of the uh, golem just smashing everything for a second. And well. uh, then I'm gonna I'm gonna move up. Very well. Jamie? I'm moving. Uh, and then that's it. Meet what? That's me already. Okay. Um, so wait, is this one? Who's in front of me here? That's me. Okay, I shoot. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna double move again. Just throw me off the chasm into the lava below. That's the plan. Okay. The golem takes a five foot step, crushing this little Morlock. And then all of you, turn this off. all of you in your heads here, creators, would you like me to keep one alive? To torture? Sure. Oh, so you're doing this character again. Eliminate. Eliminate all targets. No, keep it alive. I got a quick Hold on. Oh. He's, he's uh, holding the rod, uh, man. And he crushes, well, it crushes his poor <laughs> Morlock into dust. That ends no more encounter. And then oh, the golem stands there unmoving. Well, that kind of felt like a DSX machina. But luckily it was on our side. What is with all these big words you guys keep using? You have to know, like, you went to school, right? Yes, a little bit of School of hard knocks! The golem 
is looking at you, and again, you hear in your head, Creators, how may this platform be of assistance? Don't call me a creator. Please remain on standby. Standing by. Well, now I know why my ancestors made golems. This is wonderful. Yeah, in fact, William, uh, with your passive engineering ability, you haven't seen a golem quite like this before. Uh, you've seen pictures of them in old books, but uh, it's not quite how they make them nowadays. And in fact, any of you with any passing knowledge of golems know that they normally cannot talk. What kind of footwear is this guy rocking? Uh, they are large stone stumps in no way resembling feet. <laughs> with the proper craft skill, can they? Uh, if you had the requisite abilities, perhaps. Something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging you. That's called for shuddering. Right, let's open a door. What's in here? Under each of the beds in this room, you see a footlocker. One of the footlockers looks quite different than the others. It is not stone, it is some type of metal. Oh, a footlocker! Uh, meat rod! Yeah, your sister is right! You should know best for this. No, that's not what I said. I said hi there. It's got like a, a fancy recessed keyhole into the metal body. Oh, ain't that neat. And you definitely know it's not a dwarven lock. But you also definitely know you have no idea where this kind of lock came from, except that it is masterfully crafted. Well, I'll be fucked. That's uh, real nice, but uh, I can't really make hide nor tail of it. I don't suppose any of you are talented in the art of uh, disabling locks for perfectly legal reasons. Oh, I have me mace. No, th this is far too beautiful for me to allow you to do that. Can we have the golem take it to the surface? I think that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, I'll uh, set the uh, the metal box next to the golem. I'll take out my my uh, little control thing. Uh, golem, pick up this box. Exiting, standby. And he picks up the box. Follow me across the bridge. Yes, creator, I shall. I could get used to this. As he, uh, as he starts walking towards the bridge, he does push his chest table back upright. He pushes his what? His little chest table that was behind him back upright. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What's uh, what's going on with that chess table? Are you, are you asking him? Yeah, Golem, what is the function of the chess table? To play chess creator. You know, oh. I, fair enough. We'll, we'll deal with that later. In the meantime... You also, know, you also notice a very small chair next to the chess table, which you into it, a Golem could never possibly play chess at. It's a very small chair. May this platform be a further assistance to the creators? Golem, how long have you... Uh, when was your last activation prior to me? My last activation. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. I was activated one previous time in the 50th year of Ascent by Dombrilla Gollinson. Ah, so it's been a hot minute. This platform was online until 64 solar cycles ago when deactivated. How do they know about solar cycles before they got to the sky? My creator was very intelligent. Bum, bum, bum. Magic. Oh, 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 it's magic. Oh, you know. Tell him to come to the top with us. I mean, of course. If we can, if it can be helped, we definitely don't want to leave this valuable asset down here just to rot or get all graffitied up by freaking Morlocks. Or teenagers. I or teenagers, I say looking at Bean. So what do you, what do you tell him, the old, old G-boy? Can he fit up the tunnel we came through? The golem does not attempt to go into the tunnel. Why can't you follow me into this tunnel? 
this platform would love to accompany you. I have not seen another creator for 64 days. And before then, I had not seen one for 4,000 years. However, this platform was tasked by King Kragadon to not leave this chasm. Only an order of his blood can rescind. 64 days. Which is the same time he was last deactivated, yes. Imagine if we were five days later. Imagine. He makes this joke at least once an episode. Which, what dwarf activated him 64 days ago? Maybe a I, spy from a dirty Malthuni nation. I did the, uh, did the creator that activated you uh, 64 days ago, did they bear this symbol? And We have a Malthuni symbol, don't we? From, I, I, I took it. Uh, I it's just for you to show it to him. I show This platform recognizes the heraldry on that blade. It matches oh. female creator who deactivated this platform 64 days ago. She oh. referred to herself as Sharna. Sharna! That is not the name we were told! It the is life. the name of... It is the name what the Morlocks use in referring oh, to the, the... Well, the prophet of the true gods who, Wait. They, who they refer to as a dwarf who promised them uh, the Sky Citadel in return is for Is Eliana a spy? What if... What if she froze herself in stone, knowing she would be rescued and knowing she'd be taken to the prince? This platform should have put a bullet in her head. This platform, unfamiliar with creator Eliana, would you like index of all creators this platform has met? Ah, uh, yeah, go for it. As much as I, oh well, this is going to take a minute, but go on. He starts listing off names. I regret this decision. Why did no one stop me? Well, I was going to. I just kind of like take out a bit of paper and I scroll down any important names that I don't recognize. This platform is familiar with 45,673 creators. This Thank platform, you for the count. That's all I needed. This platform familiar with one gnomish humanoid. This platform familiar with over 10,000 orcs destroyed. I want to fucking do Well, you kill orcs! I kill all that threaten the creators. I just yeah. got to say, you're not a dwarf, but spiritually, you are. Mr. In fact, the crystalline matrix that gives me sentience was crafted on dwarven designs. Oh. Some say it contains souls of dwarves. This platform oh. cannot confirm. I would like Mr. Robot, to... Sir? Yes, little bean. <laughs> uh, would you say you've killed more... What, what's the most that you've killed? This platform has dispatched 25,673 Morlocks since first activation. This platform has destroyed 10,324 orcs since last activation. Would you like to Jamie, continue with non-humanoids? Jamie hides his boner. Jamie hides I mean, that's kind of cool. You should start targeting orcs more often, though. I don't trust them. Until last activation at hands of current creator group, this platform has not seen any humanoid for over 2,000 years, aside from gnome female. Gnome female? What was her name? Charna girl? Negative. Charna was dwarf female. We have established previous. (laughs) (laughs) Gnome gnome female goes by name Navi. Trades in under dark. Plays chess with this platform. Have not seen in many cycles. Very nice. This platform apologizes for allowing Morlocks Entrance to area would have stopped but deactivated by Charna. Would you like lockbox back? Yes, please, friend. This platform will seal off entrance to this cavern from opposing side 
and it walks up back down. Dun, 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 dun. To the bridge. Places its palms across these two little pillars. And the bridge seems to, I don't know, magically fold into itself and disappear. This platform will keep watch. This platform <laughs> thanks you for your services to the Sky Citadel and the Dwarven Empire. Golem, into the lava. I would honestly say dwarf. What we've established in this cavern, a dwarf naming herself Sharna was able to somehow, you did not ask, turn off the golem. And then that's really what you learned. You also acquired a footlocker. Either the dwarf lady lied about her name, or we have more problems to worry about. I think we should. It was great to meet you, robot dad. It was a pleasure to meet you, creator. I love you like I love all creators. I love you too, dad. Someone please help me carry this fucking box. I don't have any Oh, now you want help with the box, huh? Well, it's a footlocker. Go ahead and help him with the new one. Okay, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. Don't you have eight strength? Yeah, I got eight times more than you, bitch. Oh, that's offensive. Okay, you ascended back up with your found booty. What do you wish to do? <laughs> As you approach the main chamber, you see that the two Urists are having something of a staring contest with their captive. Hello! You messing with me client again? No, we're keeping an eye on her. While you were gone, we uh, tried to analyze her. And, uh, well, she got a lot of magical weaves and auras about her person. So the manacles were probably a good idea. Kowalski, analyze. We found a couple things down there. Oh, yeah, a couple oh, things we that? found. And what is that? Did you stop the Morlocks? Yes, they are dead. The king is dead. We found... A king a king of the Morlocks. Uh, as much as one can be... Aye. As much of a king as one could be as a Morlock. And how'd they get the great idea to get into this chamber? How'd they even figure it out? Did you get anything out of them? Yeah, we got ah. one thing. As I say Charna, can I do a sense motive on her? Oh, I rolled shit. 19. Her eyes do dash to the left. Well, it's good to meet you, Charna. Just remember, I'm the only hope you got in defense. Who's Charna? She says. You! The person Me. I can save! No, I'm Evelyn. Yeah, and I was Charna. My name, I'm yes, uh, you're right. I'm, my name is Eliana, you idiot. Forgetting your name, are we now? No, I... I've been a, apparently I've been a statue for, I don't know, like 60 days or something. And the Morlocks, I don't know. Was it 64 days? Did you say that out loud near uh, Eliana? She like growls a little bit. It's kind of weird. You you have really, it's kind of a weird sound for a little dwarf to make. And then, um, she's a vampire. I'm only going to talk to the prince. That's it. Spare me your words, spare me your talk, spare me your smells. Are you a double agent? I am an adventurer. I came here seeking treasure, and what I got instead was petrified. Do you My know what, what petrified you? I don't know. Like I said, a bunch of Morlocks attacked, and then I woke up here. What was happening before the Morlocks attacked? I don't remember. I was exploring. I wasn't For whom? In, I wasn't in this room. Whom is your employer? <laughs> She's not going to speak anymore. <clears throat> this line yeah, that is questions will not get us anywhere. It's... We do have one thing that might bring answers. Do either of you two have the ability to open lock? Uh, do, do you show them the footlocker? Or at least a spare pack of thieves tools. And you notice that as you pull the footlocker out, uh, Eliana looks at it very closely and then looks away 
I think if we check her, we will find the key. Oh, we did that while you were gone. And he pulls uh, a raven eyes, fingers a key up into his hands. Cut a lap of that. You didn't show me the footlocker tool right now. You got the key. Let's her, see it then. Her guilt will be determined. Who puts the key into the lock? I she do. Does. Wait, Barrister. Yeah, before I put the key in. Yeah. Let's not be too hasty now. Right, I agree. I am a man, and sometimes... Never mind. I am someone who follows prudence. Meatwalk, open this the lock. The cleric walks over. Right, let's just get the door Laura's heart tender walks over <laughs> and begins casting a spell facing the footlocker. A few moments pass. There's no magic emanating from it. I think it's just right. a well-made lock. Could you take the footlocker over there, Meatwad, and open it? I, I follow him, bitching about how I don't get to do it. I hide behind the pillar. Uh, Heart Tender and Raven Eyes look at you oddly as you're doing this, but they allow it to continue. Okay, I open it. Okay, it opens without much of a fuss. It is a very nice lock, though. It's smooth as butter when you turn that key. Inside, there are a few things. I, took, very... I quickly take all of them. Okay, well, first you take a dagger that is bearing the same crest as was as on the short sword. It bears the symbol of an eye deflecting an arrow, which, as you previously learned from Raven Eyes, is the symbol of the Malthuni Intelligence Services. And then you find some paper. Ooh, paper. Oh, paper, my favorite paperwork! <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, man, it's all mine. Should I open the damn thing yourself, dumbass? May I look at the paperwork with me eyes, not me hands? Give yes. Him, give it to yes. the barrister. So the first, <laughs> the first set of paper in very small, well-written text, numbers and diagrams relating to the defenses of the Sky Citadel of Kragadon, notes about military routes, guard commanders, and other notable military, other notable military information. Very good. I Under that, as you lift that ream, you find a series of small envelopes. They're sealed broken. I uh, take the envelopes and I open them and kind of read ah, out loud. What uh, 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 oh, with my eyes, eyes I take uh, the take envelopes with my you. eyes. I read them out loud. If you let me a uh, good uh, Give me a linguistics check. Oh, linguistics. I'm great at linguistics. Can you not just use your barrister for that? Wait, can I use Profession Barrister for the for the documents? Well, uh, that, make the first check, and we'll see where we go from there. Eight. Well, you don't know what the fuck it says, but you do recognize the letters as Goblinoid. Well, it's shit taint. Sorry, sheet tainted. <laughs> do you do you happen to speak Goblinoid, Jamie? I uh, I don't think so. Well, Goblin's on my list, actually. Okay, as you look at it, you notice that the letters, the alphabet, is Goblinoid but the rest is jumbled as if perhaps in a cipher. Right, so this is written in tongues and I can only speak tongues, not read them. We'll have to go to a specialist dwarf. Someone with linguistics to do a cipher. It. Well, let us make our way to the king's chamber, Raven Eye says, and present this evidence. Does the king have any affairs you know of? King I think Great. this is the wrong time to ask that. Uh, I apologize, Prince, Prince Greathammer has many affairs. He's involved in, if that's what you're asking. And if it's not, yeah. <laughs> if it's not, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> that's pretty good. I got to admit. You all enter the throne room. It is incredibly ornate. You notice a lot of royal guards flanking the entrances and the walls. There is a very stately-looking dwarf in the front of the room. You all recognize him immediately as Prince Gorn, Great Hammer. 
the ruler of Kragadon and a high prince of dwarven kind. You notice a pair of dwarven twins in the corner. Uh, they're not, in fact, holding um, a hammer in the real world. They are holding a pair of guitars, well, a guitar each. They're Cortesians, or they're bards for the court. And the room is also filled with different nobles and everybody else. As you enter, Gorn yells out, Urist! Urist! What news have you from the lower holds? Uh, Raven Eyes looks. The incursion's been repelled, and I could perhaps tell the story to you, but perhaps one of those who did it can instead. And he Me twad! You. Me twad, this is for you! <laughs> wow. This is why I always regret not playing high charisma characters because this shit right here. I have high diplomacy, but a five charisma. So if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to tell the king in all seriousness, Mr. what Mr. occurred? King, sir. Yes, Mr. good sir. lady dwarf. We killed a lot of Morlocks down in the tombs, and then we found this robot guy who turned out to be our dad, and he helped us kill some Morlocks, and we fought them all back. Oh, and we brought a prisoner here. She's not. She says she's a dwarf, but she's an evil dwarf, and uh. Oh, we hope you're proud of us, sir. The king nods his head. Uh, barrister, with any sense motive check, he recognized that nod as one the king gives the soldiers who have taken too many strikes at the head. He, <laughs> he knows that he's proud of them and he loves them, yet he feels sorrow over their condition and always quest to do his best in their name. I'm going to fucking kill the king right here. Very well. Does anybody else want to elucidate that tale a bit more? What do you mean by robots and this prisoner? Rock. I'll, I'll give a little. Go- I'll give it a crack. Maybe. Why do you bring Don't a dwarf in chains to my feet? We believe this woman to actually be some sort of spy for the nation of Malthoon. Uh, yeah. As you say, Malthoon, the nobles look up around. They kind of start chattering. Malthoon, I spit on the. What ground. evidence do you have? Her symbol. Go on, Walt. She bears. Uh, she bears icons of Malth. She bears icons of Malthoon. And uh, we believe she is the one who led the uh, Morlocks here. Or she might be aiding. There might be another Malthuni agent about that we have not discovered. You have evidence of more spies in our crypts? There might be one. Uh, we're not sure. There was a bit of a name confusion. The giant robot we met was a uh, an ancient golem uh, from the days of uh, Ascension. It was a uh, mighty thing, but it, unfortunately we cannot bring it here. It can only leave its post if ordered so by uh, one of royal blood. Well, it may be worth a trip in the future, but I believe we have more pressing matters. There's we evidence did. that Malthoon was in our crypts. What is this crypt I... you found, by the way? Why would they be searching through those old ruins? And did they desecrate the crypt? They did not defile. In fact, I do not know if we even found anything they took except one thing. And what is that? There is a missing keystone. In that crypt, I the, the other dwarves, the other dwarves in the chamber look around like, "What the fuck would a keystone be missing for?" But Gorn's looking at you very intently. Interesting. Go on. There in the crypt, there were murals we did not understand. We could assume they had something to do with the quest for Sky, and I described them to the best of my ability. In one of them was this keystone. And now, where the keystone is, there is no keystone. This is troubling. There are many threads here to tie together. But before we do that, tell me of this prisoner. Does she have any more secrets she holds? And Raven Eyes Likely. She has strong magical auras about her person. But for some reason, she has not used them yet, despite the fact that they are of significance enough that they would likely cause severe damage if she did. Aye, she said she would only speak to the prince. 
Yes, Dwarf, what do you wish to speak to me? I watch her intently. Same. Good Prince, I don't know what happened. I was simply exploring the lower crypts. I'm a dwarf, it's what we do. I wanted to find something incredible. And Morlocks attacked, and I woke up, and apparently I've been a statue, and now I'm being accused of thievery with no evidence whatsoever. Well, she did have that key. Key? She She was in possession of a key that opened a chest that we found in the Morlock camp. And it had... Uh, also, a dagger um, that had a Molthoon symbol on it. That's enough evidence for me. I also she carried, she uh, bears Molthoony marks on her. Very well, we'll get answers out of her one way or another. Heart tender, heart tender nods his head, smacks his hammer into the ground. Ever make a DC eighteen will save? Oh god! Oh no! It's the what? Thing. Oh, I have to tell the truth, Jeff. I got a twelve. I am the truth. Uh, is this a spell? Is... If this is truth, uh, if this is sort of truth, I said... Is this a will save? Fail either way. <laughs> For any of you who got below an 18, you are under the effect of zone of truth. What that I means is you are feet. You are unable to tell a direct lie. However, you can still not tell the truth by simply not speaking or changing the topic. But you are unable to speak a lie. <laughs> now tell me, dwarf, what were you doing in the crypts? She refuses to answer. Is there still magic about her? And they check. And yes, there's still quite a bit. Perhaps we can remove whatever defenses she has about her person. We have ways of making traitors talk. If you'd all step back. The two <laughs> bards step forward from the corner of the room, guitars in hand, playing a melody. Again, does anybody have spellcraft? Nope. No. We're not those kind of dwarves. We'll see what your true intentions are once you've lost your magical defenses. The two dwarves, you've never really seen spellcasters do this before. Uh, it's almost like they're working together with their music, and they're casting a spell at her. It takes a moment to occur, and at once, at the crescendo, their weaves tie together and slam into uh, this dwarf prisoner. As that happens, a bright flash of light emanates, and as it dissipates, you see that this prisoner is no longer a dwarf. <sighs> In fact, what you see before you is a hobgoblin. Visibly vomiting is a man who talked to this hobgoblin. Suddenly, all the royal guards in the room lower their axes, and Gorn pulls up his hammer. Before anything else can occur, the hobgoblin's back arches violently backwards, and it screams a guttural cry, and it falls to the ground, eyes open, breathing, but seemingly unfocused. Could I perception? So they're breathing, so they're alive, right? Heart tender, check her. Yeah, roll perception, if you want to. 20. Now, what you can notice is that her pupils are just completely unfocused. Well, the hobgoblin's pupils are completely unfocused. I kind of lift my shield up a little bit. On, I don't have my weapon on, but my, I put my shield up. I'm kind of like, eh. You might catch that, and the two bards nod their heads. Sir, I'm sorry. We tried to remove the enchantments, but or the magic, but there were multiple. When we did what we did to remove the polymorph, it must have been a contingency of some kind. I couldn't quite catch the spell that happened, but I believe it wiped the mind. <laughs> mind wiped. And it was incredibly powerful. Gorn looks a bit distraught. Well, not really distraught. He looks a bit um, frustrated. Aroused. A hobgoblin spy bearing a Malthuni sword. This is troubling. And what were on those documents you found in the footlocker? Mm. There was a few things that we could discern, but most of it, unfortunately, is written in goblin. And then a cipher at that. Uh, Raven Eye steps forward. It's obvious, Prince, they're planning war. We should marshal our forces now, strike them before they can strike us. Park Tender steps forward, perhaps given to his name. We have no way of knowing if this spy was working for Malthoon or simply using Malthoon as a second cover for its actions. Quite possible they've also infiltrated Malthoony ranks. We should warn them. 
And what say you for years of the Crypt of Ascension? He looks to your party, Thorin does. The Multhunis are not above using goblins and beasts in their own wars. It might be that they're just using this as a cover to infiltrate us. It wouldn't be the first. It wouldn't be the first time that they've used hobgoblins specifically. It's true. They do have monster legions. Raven Eyes, you're the expert on Malthuni. On Malthuni, what do you make of it? Raven Eyes looks up and says, "Ah, uh, it's true. They use hobgoblins. They use many monstrous races, but I've never known them to use a hobgoblin as a spy." Especially not a hobgoblin with magic this advanced on their person. But what was their goal? Coming into the crypts, taking nothing but a rock? It wasn't just a rock. It was a keystone. It's a boulder. It was, wasn't was that big. Three years of the crypt, Gorn says. What that artifact was is not of your direct concern at this moment. As the ones who have in some way set this in motion, I have a task for you if you'll take it. Anything for you, McKing Prince? I, I genuflect. Thank you. I would send you as emissaries you to Malthunia. have Malthunia. my sword! And you have my bow! I've heard many points raised today, but I believe, with all we know, it's not clear if Malthunia was directly involved or not, but it is clear that they at least play a part in this plot. I would send you as emissaries to the Malthunia Emperor. Seek him out. Tell him what we have found today in regards to the Hobgoblins and warn him that they are clearly spies in his ranks. It's no secret that our relations with Malthun have grown tepid as of late. Trade has dwindled, no doubt due to their imperial ambitions and Kragadon's position inside Nermathas' borders. But we've always kept neutrality in this kingdom. I wish to see it maintained. Make for the Malthuni capital. Speak with the Emperor. Work with him, if possible, to establish what happened here. And return with honor. As a reward for what you've done so far, emotions and a uh, little a little clerk comes from behind the throne holding some big old sacks of gold. Take this as a reward. You have given to the dwarven people its history. No doubt, generations will be spent researching what we find in that crypt. Uh, each of you receives 4,000 gold pieces. Inside each of those bags, you'll also find a promissory note from me. If you use it for the crafters in town, you should get a fairly hefty discount on goods. You'll set out in the morning. I'll have horses prepared at the main gates. You'll make at first light. So you know how, like, when someone something bad happens to someone, and so you kind of feel bad for him, them, like you you kind of put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what an emissary is. You feel emissary towards someone. Oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> you all, you all, Gorn says, represent the future of Kragadon, and with it, the hope for peace. And in your heart, you feel a stunning amount of pride at being praised by Prince uh, Greathammer himself and a renewed conviction to do what is best. And because of that, and also all the goblins you killed and areas you explored, you are now level six. For next fuck week. yeah, oh, Fuck yeah. I always hoped I would be recognized for my contributions to Rickyfeet, not my contributions to the Dwarven Kingdom. Gorn, Gorn nods his head to Wikifeet. <laughs> The truest treasure of all the mountain homes. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the present, each god has their own afterlife, mostly ones that are designed for their followers to have great enjoyment. For example, Shellian. When a patron of Shellian dies, they are surrounded by great works of art, music, poetry 
So much so that they can go on for an infinite amount of time and still be entertained and still feel infinite joy. Everything that surrounds them is beautiful. The art, the people, the atmosphere. Everything is the same as Shelly and herself. Aesthetically perfect. But Jack, that's not what it's like for you. You are shackled up in a 20 by 20 room comprised of only stone with no possible escape. The chain allows you complete movement in the room, but it's almost as if whoever put you here just wants you to know that there's an extra layer of you never being able to leave. Artwork hangs on the wall. Beautiful, beautiful artwork. But it has been destroyed with your knowledge by Glaive. Every waking second you feel withdrawals from every single vice you ever had in life. You can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't fuck. The withdrawals are immeasurably painful. But every once in a while, those paintings come to life and they force you to witness moments of your past. One time, Julian is playing some sort of ball game with friends, teenage friends, in a courtyard. Julian, Julian, throw me the ball! We can score if you throw me the ball! And then Julian takes the ball and tosses it as far as he can, and then Jock shows up. Uh, seeing this, I quickly run over, and whoever has the ball, I push, push to the ground. And then I go over to Julian, and I grab him by the arm, and I say, Do not miss with them. Do not miss with the others. Why? Don't, they are not your friend. I they care don't. about the ball now, but later, look, they, later they will not be your friend. They're, they're so nice to me, Father. Yes, they're so nice now, but later they will hurt you. It is not something, look, you don't understand. You are young. You are simple. You are, you are, you are inexperienced, and that is fine, but you have to trust me here. Okay, Father. What will you have me do? Don't play with them. Watch them, fine, but don't talk with them. Speak with them as you pass them in the street, but don't mean anything by the conversation. Julian, just move on from these people. If this is what you think is best, Father... It... I... It will never end well. Ever. I understand. You have a headache that feels like it lasts a hundred years. Throbbing. Throbbing. Throbbing, intense pain shoots down every appendage, and you just sit there, staring into the emptiness. Is this what you expected? Is this what you thought Shellyan would do? I thought I made up for it all. No, I, I did make up for it all. Why am I... I did good. Isn't that enough? Isn't it... Isn't it enough to do some good, to make up for everything else? I don't... I did those things, but they were necessary. I did them. I did them. I, I know. I know. I know. One of the paintings unfurls, and Jacques is sitting in the living room, talking to Penny, who is about to leave for one of her uh, her meetings. Look, you, you shouldn't go yet. Uh, it's not a good time. I, I have to leave for work, Jack. You, you know this. I'm going. I can't... Uh, I, um, look, just just watch him. 
when he gets home, it'll be fine. He'll be here. You'll be here. It's It'll work out. This is what you do. You know, be a father. Just be here for him. <sighs> fine. Fine. Good, good. Now I'm going. Wish me luck. Martha's being a bitch again. It'll be a good time. <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully you kick her out of the council. Finally. That's the plan. And then Penny gets up and takes her stuff and leaves. Hours pass. We see Penny walking back to the front door of the house. She opens the door. Martha is gone. Guess what? Julian, hello. Mommy, Julian. I'm I'm very hungry, Mommy. Can you oh. Make me? oh, come on. You you already ate. That's it's fine. We made the uh and she looks over and sees the the bread and the vegetables that aren't cooked into a a lovely a lovely meal that she was promised when she got home. Jack! Julian, where's your father? Did he not have time to cook today? Father said he had to leave. He had business. No, honey. Jack! I mean, he's here, right? He didn't just leave you alone. You're, you're five. You can't just... No, he, he, he went to job. No, no, no. Honey, he doesn't have a job right now. Um, Jack! He didn't just leave you. Jack! And Penny goes into the, the bedroom and opens the door. Nothing. Jack, this isn't funny. Nothing. Fucking damn it, uh, Julian. Julian, I'm sure. I'm sure he's just wrapped up and went. Come here, come here. And she takes his head and puts it to her stomach. I'm glad you came home, mommy. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And she looks down, rubbing his head, just grimacing, and then stops and pats him and put and uh, grabs his cheek and says, "Oh, let me make you some food real quick, honey. Don't you worry." Got a big meal, okay? I love you, Mommy. I love you, too. You're so sweet waiting for me to come home. Jock hears a voice ring out through his head. Is this not who you are even today? Is this not what you've let yourself become? No. No. I... I did those things. I did. No, I... I thought it was important. I thought it was important that I went out. No. No, I fought. I fought for the people of Long Shadow. I, I fought for the people who needed my help. I helped the town. I wasn't a good... I'm not a good father or husband. But the that's painting. not who I am anymore. That isn't... Painting unfurls again. An older version of Julian... The one you've most recently seen is walking alongside a elven woman, followed a little bit further behind by a gnome, a human man, and a half-orc woman with angelic wings. And for the first time in the countless visions you've seen in this place, Julian is smiling. The painting erupts. In a green flame, the only thing that stands behind the painting is green lettering etched into the wall. You must decide. His life depends on your next actions. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Damn, Jack is shitty dad, though. It's true. Holy fuck.
This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Thank you.